WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello, Bride. Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. Okay, Brad, we are in, uh, starting on 1 Samuel chapter 22. Now, yesterday where we had left off was a very sad thing between uh, David and Jonathan because Saul was vexed with an evil spirit and he wanted to kill David. And David was fleeing, and Jonathan saved his life by warning him that the king had planned to kill him. So they had a very emotional goodbye, and I'm afraid it's their last time to see each other. I don't know yet, but now David has went into this new town. They recognized him. So where we left off was David was acting like he was a madman, foaming at the mouth, scratching, acting crazy. So this is where we're at now. So here we go with First uh, Samuel chapter 22. First Samuel 22. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave. Oh, he did leave. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Well. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. All right. Pause, pause, pause. Every, okay, now remember, he's a nobody, right? That God is raised enough to be king. And God had anointed him, even though he was a nobody. Small in stature, the youngest of all of his family members, none of them felt like he was worthy to do anything. But, God uh, says he's worthy. Amen. So, God has brought him the discontented, 
they gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them, and was there with them four hundred men. So God has sent him a cavalry of other uh, nobodies, basically. So let's continue. And David went thence to Mizpeh of Moab. And he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab. And they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart, and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed, and came into the forest of Harith. When Saul heard that David was discovered, oh, and the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gibeah under a tree in Ramah, having his spear in his hand, what? and all his servants were standing about him. Then Saul said unto his servants that stood about him, Hear now ye Benjamites. Will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds? Oh, that all of you have conspired against me. And there is none that showeth me that my son hath made a league with the son of Jesse. And there is none of you that is sorry for me or showeth unto me that my son hath stirred up my servant against me to lie in wait as at this day. All right. You know what that tells me, Bride, right there. When he says Benjaminites, that's him. This is Saul. He is from the Benjaminites. These are his own people. So he's saying that Jonathan is obviously, or he's afraid that Jonathan has talked to his army and turned them towards David. That's what that is. Let's keep going. Then answered Doeg the Edomite, which was set over the servants of Saul, and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub. And he inquired of the Lord for him, and gave him victuals, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Wow. And the king sent to call Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahitub, and all his father's house, the priests that were in Nob, and they came all of them to the king. And Saul said, Hear now, thou son of Ahitub. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. And Saul said unto him, Why have ye conspired against me? Thou and the son of Jesse, in that thou hast given him bread and a sword, and hast inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait, as at this day? Wow. Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who is so faithful among all thy servants as David, which is the king's son-in-law, and goeth at thy bidding, and is honorable in thine house? Did I then begin to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me. Let not the king impute anything unto his servant, nor to all the house of my father. For thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. Oh, wow, so he's innocent. And the king said, Thou shalt surely die, Himelech, thou, and all thy father's house. What? And the king said unto the footman that stood about him, Turn, and slay the priests of the Lord, because their hand also is with David, and because they knew when he fled. Oh my and goodness. did not show it to me. Oh my goodness. But the servants of the king would not put forth their <gasps> hand to fall upon the priests of the Lord. Wow. Good and the king for them. said to Doeg, Turn thou, and fall upon the priests. And Doeg the Edomite turned, and he fell upon the priests. Oh no. And slew on that day four score and five persons that did wear a linen ephod. Oh, that is so and sad. Nob, the city of the priests, 
smote he with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and sucklings, and oxen and asses, and sheep, with the edge of the sword. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped, and fled after David. Oh my goodness. And Abiathar showed David that Saul had slain the Lord's priests. That is so sad. And David said unto Abiathar, I knew it that day when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house. Aww. Abide thou with me. Fear not, for he that seeketh my life seeketh thy life. But with me thou shalt be in safeguard. Isn't that sad? So basically they killed all the priests and... Went and killed their whole city. What the hell? And they told David, saying, Behold, ah. the Philistines fight against Kyla, and they rob the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines and save Kyla. That's a pretty and name. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we come to Kyla against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Kyla, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David and his men went to Kyla and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Kyla. Well... And it came to pass when Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David to Kila, that he came down with an ephod in his hand. And it was told to Saul that David was come to Kila. Oh, and Saul man. said, God hath delivered him into mine hand, for he is shut in by entering into a town that hath gates and bars. Oh, Lord. And Saul called all the people together to war to go down to Kila to besiege David and his men. Man. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring hither the ephod. O Lord, the priestly garment. O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Kila to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Kila deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant hath heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then said David, Will the men of Kyla deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver thee up. Wow. Then David and his men, which were about six hundred, arose and departed out of Kyla and went whithersoever they could go. Wow. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from Kyla, and he forbear to go forth. Man. And David abode in the wilderness in strongholds, and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hand. Wow, God was and his David protection. Saw that Saul Look at was that. come out to seek his life. And David was in the wilderness of Ziph in a wood. And Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David into the wood and strengthened his hand 
in God. Wow, they did get to see each other again. Fear not. But the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel, and I shall be next unto thee. Oh. And that also Saul, my father, knoweth. Oh, man. And they too made a covenant before the Lord. And David abode in the wood, and Jonathan went to his house. Then came up the Ziphites to Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself with us in strongholds in the wood, in the hill of Hakilah, which is on the south of Jeshimon? Man, they're telling him now, again. Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of thy soul to come down, and our part shall be to deliver him into the king's hand. And Saul said, Blessed be ye of the Lord, for ye have compassion on me. What the word? yet, and know and see his place where his haunt is. And who hath seen him there? Man. For just told me that he dealeth very subtly. See therefore, and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hideth himself. And so come ye again to me spy. with a certainty. And I will go with you. And it shall come to pass, if he be in the land, that I will search him out throughout all the thousands of Judah. And they arose, and went to Ziph before Saul. But David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the plain on the south of Jeshman. Saul also and his men went to seek him. And they told David, wherefore he came down into a rock, and abode in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. And Saul went on this side of the mountain, and David and his men on that side of the mountain. And David made haste to get away for fear of Saul. For Saul and his men compassed David and his men round about to take them. But there came a messenger unto Saul, saying, Haste thee, and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Oh, Lord. Wherefore Saul returned from pursuing after David, and went against the Philistines. Therefore they called that place Selah Hamalekoth. And David went up from thence, and dwelt in strongholds at En Gedi. So David, he basically kept escaping from Saul. Now we're in chapter 24. 1 Samuel 24. And it came to pass when Saul was returned from following the Philistines, that it was told him, saying, Behold, David is in the wilderness of En Gedi. And Saul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel, and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. And he came to the sheep cots by the way, where was a cave, and Saul went in to cover his feet, and David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. Oh, man. And the men of David said unto him, Behold the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, that thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. And David arose, and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth mine hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David stayed his servants with these words, and suffered them not to rise against Saul. 
But Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. David also rose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My Lord, the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. Wow. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David seeketh thy hurt? Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave, and some bade me kill thee. But mine eyes spared thee, and I said, I will not put forth mine hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, see, yea, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand. For in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe, and killed thee not. Wow. Know thou, and see that there is neither evil nor transgression in mine hand. And I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest my soul to take it. The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me of thee. But mine hand shall not be upon thee. Wow. As saith the proverb of the ancients, Wickedness proceedeth from the wicked. But mine hand shall not be upon thee. After whom is the king of Israel come out? After whom dost thou pursue? After a dead dog? After a flea? The Lord therefore be judge and judge between me and thee and see and plead my cause and deliver me out of thine hand. And it came to pass when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, is this thy voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Oh, is he that sad? Thou art more righteous than I, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. Oh, he was convicted. And thou hast shown this day how that thou hast dealt well with me. For as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thine hand, Thou killedst me not. So he knew what David was saying. If a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good for that thou hast done unto me this day. Oh. And now behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. What? Swear now therefore unto me by the Lord that thou wilt not cut off my seed after me. Wow. And that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. What? And David sware unto Saul. And Saul went home. But David and his man got them up unto the hold. Wow. I've got to pause here. Oh my goodness. Bride, this is huge right here. Because they're in this cave. And David went up and cut some of the material of his skirt and said, I could have killed you, Saul. And Saul then recognized, you are the true king. I recognize you could have killed me. All I'm asking is do not hold my generations in harm's way. And he made an oath with Saul and said, I will not. That is amazing. Okay, we're on chapter 25. I am in awe over this. What a great story. Oh, Samuel dies here. Oh. He's the one that was given to the Lord all the days of his life. 
Well, my little man, he's not working, so I'll read it. Okay, we're in chapter 25. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him. Oh, I bet they did. I bet they did. They were. Oh, here we go. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him and buried him in his house at Ramah. Aww. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great. And he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. And the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife, Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings. And he was of the house of Caleb. Oh, remember the house of Caleb. So, and more also do God unto the enemies of David, 
If I leave of all that pertain to him by the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. Wow. And when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off the ass and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground. Wow. And fell at his feet and said, Upon me, my lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. And let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience and hear the words of thine handmaid. Wow, she let knew his anointing. Regard this man of Belial, even Nabal. For as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, thine handmaid, saw not the young men of my Lord, whom thou didst send. Now therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the Lord hath withholden thee from coming to shed blood, and from avenging thyself with thine own hand, now let thine enemies, and they that seek evil to my Lord, be as Nabal. And now this blessing which thine handmaid hath brought unto my Lord, let it even be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray thee, forgive the trespass of thine handmaid, for the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord fighteth the battles of the Lord, and evil hath not been found in thee all thy days. Wow, she's in the man is risen to pursue thee and to seek thy soul, but the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Lord thy God. And the souls of thine enemies, them shall he sling out as out of the middle of a sling. She's prophesying. And it shall come to pass when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he hath spoken concerning thee, and shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel. That this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offense of heart unto my Lord, either that thou hast shed blood causeless, or that my Lord hath avenged himself. But when the Lord shall have dealt well with my Lord, then remember thine handmaid. Wow. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. Oh. And blessed be thy advice, and blessed be thou, which hast kept me this day from coming to shed blood, and from avenging myself with mine own hand. Wow. For in very deed, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which hath kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hadst hasted and come to meet me, surely... There had not been left unto Nabal by the morning light any that pisseth against the wall. So David received of her hand that which he had brought him, and said unto her, Go up in peace to thine house. See, I have hearkened to thy voice, and have accepted thy person. And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Wherefore she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. But it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, and his wife had told him these things, that his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. What? And it came to pass about ten days oh after, my goodness. that the Lord smote Nabal, that he died. And when David heard that Nabal was oh dead, my he gosh. said, Blessed be the Lord, that hath pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal and hath kept his servant from evil. For the Lord hath returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his own head. And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. What? Oh my goodness, I am in awe. I'm over here weeping. I'm in awe of this story. This is so amazing. I don't even know how to process this information. Because Nabal was an evil man. 
and David was coming to kill him because he would not share after David spared his life, basically. So Nabal's wife goes and intercedes, begs, gives him all this food for his servants and everything. He says, please do not kill my family. And then she prophesied unto David and said, when you become king, do not forget me, blah, blah, blah. Well, he forgave her. And then she went back and told Nabal. And it says here, his heart died within him and it became as a stone. That means that he had no more compassion left. He was hard as a rock. Bride, have you ever met somebody that their heart was that hard, that they were empty? That's a stony heart. It means they're empty. They have no more compassion. And it said, ten days later, the Lord killed him himself. Isn't that something? And then David recognized that God had avenged him himself. That is just such an amazing story. Okay, we're on verse 40 in chapter 25. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take thee to him to wife. And she arose and bowed herself on her face to the earth and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Wow. And Abigail hasted and arose and rode upon an ass with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. Wow. David also took a Ahinoam of Jezreel, and they were also both of them his wives. But Saul had given Michael his daughter, David's wife, to Faltai, the son of Laish, which was of Galim. What? You've got to be kidding me. What? David took two more wives. That means he had three wives. But I guess while he was off marrying his second wife, Saul had given the first wife uh, to another man. Fealty. What the world? Okay, we're on the last chapter for today, chapter 26. I am just in awe over this story. This is so amazing. Isn't the Bible just fascinating? And the Ziphites came unto Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself in the hill of Hakilah, which is before Jeshimon? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. Wow, he and is Saul still after in the hill him. Of Hakilah, which is before Jeshimon, by the way. But David abode in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. David therefore sent out spies, and understood that Saul was come in very deed. Man. And David arose, and came to the place where Saul had pitched. And David beheld the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the captain of his host. And Saul lay in the trench, and the people pitched round about him. Man. Then answered David, and said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, brother to Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul to the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with thee. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping within the trench, and his spear stuck in the ground at his bolster. But Abner and the people lay round about him. Then said Abishai to David, God hath delivered thine enemy into thine hand this day. Now therefore let me smite him, I pray thee, with the spear even to the earth at once. 
and I will not smite him the second time. And David said to Abishai, Destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said furthermore, As the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed, but I pray thee, Take thou now the spear that is at his bolster, and the cruise of water, and let us go. So David took the spear, and the cruise of water from Saul's bolster, and they gat them away. And no man saw it, nor knew it, neither awaked, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord was fallen upon them. Wow. Then David went over to the other side, and stood on the top of an hill afar off, a great space being between them. And David cried to the people, and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Answerest thou not, Abner? Then Abner answered and said, Who art thou that criest to the king? And David said to Abner, Art not thou a valiant man? And who is like to thee in Israel? Wherefore then hast thou not kept thy lord the king? For there came one of the people in to destroy the king thy lord. O oh, Lord. This thing is not good that thou hast done. As the Lord liveth, ye are worthy to die, because ye have not kept your master, the Lord's anointed. What? And now see where the king's spear is, and the cruise of water that was at his bolster. And Saul knew David's voice and said, Is this thy voice, my son, David? Wow. And David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. Wow. And he said, Wherefore doth my lord thus pursue after his servant? For what have I done, or what evil is in mine hand? Now therefore, I pray thee, let my lord the king hear the words of his servant. If the lord have stirred thee up against me, let him accept an offering. But if they be the children of men, cursed be they before the lord. For they have driven me out this day from abiding in the inheritance of the lord, saying, Go serve other gods. Wow. Now therefore... Let not my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as when one doth hunt a partridge in the mountains. Then said Saul, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do thee harm, because my soul was precious in thine eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool, and have erred exceedingly. So he repented again. And David answered and said, Behold the king's spear. And let one of the young men come over and fetch it. The Lord rendered to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today. But I would not stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed. And behold, as thy life was much set by this day in mine eyes, so let my life be much set by in the eyes of the Lord. And let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Wow. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be thou, my son David. Thou shalt both do great things, and also shalt still prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. Wow, I tell you, Brad, that is so full of wisdom about not touching God's anointed and how he protected him. He was mad at those guys that was not protecting him. This is some good stuff. So Saul knew he had repented and he had left that scene. 
Okay, we are done for this today. God bless you.